everyone. Welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I am one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. This week, we're going to talk about time management. How to manage the flow of time, how to stop it, speed it up, uh, go back in time, mm-hmm. uh, how to avoid meeting yourself in the past and therefore creating a paradox, uh, all that that stuff. And we should be able to cover that in about 15 minutes. So yeah, yeah. got yeah, it. I'm, got it. Cool. Oh, see, huh? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> no, we're going to talk about how to manage your time as a writer, because really, there are a lot of different directions that you're going at once, right? Like as a writer. Um Assuming you have only one project that you're working on, which is a big assumption. Yeah. Um, you've got your project. But even within the project, um, is it time for research? Is it time for some outlining? Is it time for writing new stuff? Is it time for editing? Um, and then besides that, you've got, oh, is it time for me to do any um, any work on my, on my craft? Is it time for me to go to conferences? Is it time for me to do a promotion? Am I querying? Am I uh, uh, submitting stuff? Am I doing... Um, any self-publishing stuff, uh, you know, all these different activities that count as writing. How do you know what where to go next? How do you how do you know how to how to figure out your time? And this is actually something that I struggle with a lot. Um, I I also, you know, mostly right now I'm struggling with like which project to do now because I'm doing a bunch of short stories. And I'm like, oh, should I edit this one? Should I create a new one? Should I do this? Um, you know, how to prioritize your time because you don't have all kinds of time. I want to kind of talk about that. What do you think, Melissa? Do you have that that trouble, or are you an expert? Oh, I'm not an expert. <laughs> I have oh, a lot of well. a lot of practice, <laughs> but not yeah. an expert at all in this. And I think it is really important. And you're right. It's it's very rare that you're working on a single project because once you get that first project done, you're trying to sell it while creating something else. Or mm-hmm. you know, you get an agent and they're like, great, what's next? Or you land a three book deal and they're like, okay, I need the draft of this and you need to edit these proofs or <laughs> so that yeah. we can get them to production. So it's very much the case that you are juggling multiple hats and multiple roles, regardless of how you decide to publish or what mm-hmm. type of writing you're doing, even nonfiction, even you know, journalism and blogging, like all of those still require multiple uh, work streams. Mm-hmm. And oh, and also you have to live your life, you know, and, and you ha- probably have a day job, you know, and all these things. There's a lot going on. Um, it can be very overwhelming and can really, uh, you know, put you into a state of like decision fatigue or just, you know, analysis paralysis or all sorts of other great little terms that rhyme or don't. Um so yeah, let's talk a little bit about how, you know, how do you approach that? What are, what are some of the things we can do to, to keep from, you know, going nuts? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say like one of the things that I've learned, and we've talked a little bit about this before, is when I first started writing, you know, everybody's like, write every single day, write at a specific time and track your word count, right? Like those mm-hmm. are the easy, very like, I can check this off on my to-do list and that can I can do sprints and hold myself accountable. But the challenge with that is that's only one small phase of the writing mm-hmm. process. And so once you're through that, you, you have no system or structure to help you manage or navigate yes. or assess your progress on anything else. Yeah, I always got that like with word counts, like, well, that's that's great, but I, I finished a draft and now I'm now I'm editing stuff or I'm 
You know, I'm not yeah. necessarily just churning out words. And so a word count goal, I mean, it, I guess, but it doesn't, it's not really relevant. Right. It's not. And even time can not work in your favor because if you're like, I'm going to spend an hour on this, like some days editing five pages takes you five minutes, right? Or 10 minutes. Yeah. And sometimes you can be on five pages for several days. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can't, it's not really a good measure of your productivity, which can be very frustrating, right? You think, you know, oh, I only got three pages done. You know, it just, it's not, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to quantify this. So one thing that, that I always like to do just from a general time management thing, and this is part of this is an ADD thing because with ADD, it's very easy to get overwhelmed because your brain jumps to all of them at once, right? Like if I've got six things to do, my brain doesn't go one, two, three. It just goes one, three, five, six, all at once, go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that can be really frustrating. So one thing that I always like to do is I will um, get out my favorite mind mapping software and kind of map out in the different areas, what's all the stuff that I have to do? And I just blah, put it all out on a page so I can see everything, um, which helps, you know, kind of manage it a little bit more. And then you can start to set priorities. Okay, wh what of these things am I going to do today? And if I end if I need to break that thing down so that it's not, you know, because one of those things might be write book. Like, well, okay, let, let's, let's, let's break that down a little bit more. Um, you know, to take that, to take that pile of stuff, what you need to do, prioritize it and then take off little chunks. Um, and there's a tool that's actually really good for that. Uh, they're, they're called like Kanban boards or Kanban boards. Mm -hmm. um, Trello is one that does that. Um, if you use office products, that planner is that, or, um, I, I, this is something I use at work a lot. It's a software, you know, IT thing. Um, but you basically kind of have your pile of, pile of stuff to do. And then you, they're all little cards and you, and virtual, you know, cards. And you kind of pull them over and say, okay, these are the things I'm going to do. It comes from a um, software development thing where, where they'll have, you know, developers will have a list of, of oh, they're called bug stories. Of, of, yeah, oh. thing, of stories, bug fixes, things, things what they can do. And then they will take this and say, okay, I'm going to work on this part. And they work on that part, they test it, and they put it back out, and they go get another one. Um, and uh, and that, that's a system that, that might be helpful. Yeah, I use that. I, I use it. Um, I started using it in work and then I carried that mm -hmm. over for writing. And it's really helpful for me and thinking about managing multiple projects. So if I know like mm -hmm. this script is in the draft stage and this script needs to go out to queries and this one needs to do X, Y and Z or this I only have an outline for. And that way you can very quickly see like where everything is, because that can also mm -hmm. create some overwhelm. If you, you don't know, like you just know, like I have all these things, I don't know where they're at, mm -hmm. I don't know what status they're at, and I don't know what to work on because I just feel so overwhelmed by the volume of different mm -hmm. things that I could be spending my time on. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's like, honestly, I think for me, 90% of the problem is getting it all like, you know, dumping out the sock drawer and seeing like, what is it to do? Because yeah, that's, that's critical. And I also like the fact that it's something that carries over from your day job. Another reason why writers should have day jobs, because, you know, it's your important skills. You can't just sit in a, so important, a cave and write. Um, I had another thing. Oh yeah. Okay. So another important thing that can help is, um, kind of having some direction, some goals, like what is it you're trying to accomplish? Like, what are you working toward? Um, and understanding what, you know, and that'll help you prioritize the work that you need to do. So if you've got a goal 
that's like, I want to submit X number of short stories a week or a month or whatever, um, then you know, well, I need to have X number of short stories ready to submit in that amount of time. And that might help you decide, okay, I need to finish some short stories and, and, and work on that. So that'll help you, uh, give you a gauge by which to prioritize your work. If you're, uh, something that's really important to you is to self-publish, um, then you know, you'll, you, you'll have some deadlines for yourself and say, okay, I want to do this by then, this by then. Again, that'll help you, uh, prioritize, help you know what to do first, what can wait, uh, what maybe you don't need to do at all. Um, so some, some guiding principle, some beacon of where you're trying to like get to, what's your, what, you know, what are you after here will help you with that prioritization work too. Yeah, I love that. I think one of the other things that I struggle with in this vein that I've had to adapt over the years, especially throughout the pandemic, has been um, managing my own daily energy level and mood. Yeah. Because I used to be like, I want a system and I want to know exactly what I'm doing and I want to do be consistent and do the same thing every single day. And then I would beat myself up the moment I break that chain and something happens. And now, like the way that I think about different tasks is I kind of group them in energy level. So I have some tasks that I'm like, this is low effort. If I'm feeling like below a four <laughs> energy wise, yeah. this is the kind of task I can do. And I give myself permission to do those tasks. And then I'll say like, hey, this is an eight day. I'm ready to like roll. We're going to crank out thousands of words or I'm going to get the note cards out and the, <laughs> the bulletin board nice. and we're going to go at it. Right. So I think breaking up tasks in that way, too, means that like when you're in the middle of one of those moments where you're just drained or fried mm -hmm. or not inspired, you still feel like you're working and you're still making progress towards something that you identified as an important task. It's just like it aligns more with the energy you have to offer that day. And it gives you a little bit more flexibility. That's a really good idea. And I think it's also important to recognize that you don't always have to be working on something new. You know, that was something that kind of occurred to me recently. Because um, I always kind of feel like every day I must create new, must be working on new project, you know, either editing something that's new or writing something new. Um, and I don't, I don't have to do that. I mean, I can be doing any other tasks. So it's all right to, you know, again, if you're not feeling it, if you have a low brain day, you didn't sleep well last night, you've got, you know, now is, is ripe time, a busy time at work or a busy time in your family life or whatever. Um, but you, you still want to feel like you're doing something. Yeah. Having those great, you know, those, those great lower effort tasks handy that you can pull out are great. I like to do things like I'm going to dress my characters today. So I'm going to spend the day surfing Pinterest. Yeah. And looking for pictures of outfits for my characters. And, you know, that's something really handy to have, right? So, so later you can look it up. And when you want to describe what someone looks like, you just go over that thing. Oh, I've got them. It's the kind of thing that if you're on a roll and you stop and go do that, you'll lose the roll. So you don't want to do that. But it's a good no brain day task or, or settings, you know, look for settings and let's, let's figure out where I'm going to put this and let's get, you know, inspiration ideas for that. Exactly. Or names, get your name pool going, all that sort of stuff. That's great. I think it just gives you more like I, like I've been really pushing to give myself more grace and more compassion. And, you know, we've talked about negative self-talk. And I think this is one of those areas where you can really start to beat yourself up if you're not hitting those goals or if you're too harsh on like how you're spending your time or you're just feeling overwhelmed because there's a lot to do. 
Um, yeah. And I think the now that I've been writing for so long, oh gosh, so so <laughs> many years behind me, You're so old, <laughs> so old. I could get my cane. Um, <laughs> but now that I have this this experience and I've like had a lot of exposure to published authors and showrunners and all kinds of folks, what I've learned is that like the writing process is is still slow and long and complicated and messy for every single person. And we keep thinking, like, I know I kept thinking, oh, but when I only have to write and I'm not doing a day job, or if I only have to do this, or if I'm getting paid to do this, it'll be so much easier. Or if I have this support, or if I have an agent, it'll be so much easier. And it's not, (laughs) like, it just isn't. It is a messy process. And so you have to really fall in love and, and learn to, like, exist in this creative space where sometimes there aren't real rules and straight straight lines (laughs) that's so important b yeah yeah because i was the same way i was kind of felt like well at some point i'm gonna figure this out and it's gonna it's gonna go and you hear about you know writers at least i do writers who are like oh yeah i you know some of the um uh uh, blanking on names, uh, who were like, oh yeah, I write you know, all these, every book a, a year and I do all this other stuff. And, you know, this is, I, I just crank these things out and, you know, you don't know what their story is. You don't know why they're able to do that. You don't know what else they're not doing. You don't they're know. No. <laughs> yeah. Or if they're in fact lying or whatever. Um, but it's the, like the, the political answer, right? The canned response. Yeah. This is what they want you to say. Just say it. <laughs> yeah. But the fact of the matter is that most people, most writers, vast majority of my writers, uh, it's a, yeah, it's messy. It's complicated. It's never going to be, you know, a system of like this and this and this and this and this. Like, okay, I got it, chunk a chunk. And honestly, if it were to become that, then it would be boring, and you're probably not pushing yourself. You yeah, know, you're probably not, you know, doing your best work anyway. So the fact that it's hard is a good sign. Yep. All right, we've kind of drifted a little bit from the. Uh, <laughs> From the time management stuff again. Um, well, you you were talking about like the the Kanban boards and like project management. Like, mm-hmm. there's a ton of project management software that you can easily adapt, right, and use mm-hmm. for your writing to track different things. Um, I used to use. I don't do this anymore, but I used to use like a prioritization matrix where, mm-hmm. it, like, you basically group things based on like the level of effort it takes to do the thing. Um, and the impact and it helps you like as you're listing out all those tasks instead of just doing a to-do list you're like oh I have to do this and this is significant right like sending out Mm -hmm. this query letter is important because I cannot sell without sending out the query right so that goes into one bucket but then it allows you to say like oh that social media post it's important but you know maybe I don't have to be the one to do it or maybe it doesn't have to be a, a high priority thing for this moment so that goes in a different you know square uh and it's a way of figuring out like what you can delegate what you should be doing like at the top of your list again i don't use it as much now as i did you know a few years ago but it was helpful at the time when i had a lot of different types of tasks especially when i was self-publishing um Mm -hmm. because you get a lot of you're doing everything you're doing the business stuff and the, the promotion and cover design and all of that as well as writing the um I remember uh, Stephen Covey. Again, we're going from the business world, but honestly, mm-hmm. that it's. I mean, a this is a business, and two, it's a, it's a, a place where a lot of energy has been put into figuring out how to manage complexity and lots of different tasks and, and stuff like that. Um, the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People 
uh, I think, yes, yeah, where he talks yeah. about the the matrix of urgent and important and, you know, things you want to have to do things that are not urgent and most important and urgent and important. You want to make sure you're doing, spending as much time on the important stuff and less on the unimportant stuff. I'm saying it wrong, but it's a really that's amazing funny. book. Everyone should read it. Yeah, that's probably where I got it from. I'm like, I know I yeah. picked it up somewhere. I don't know exactly the name of the the matrix that I was using and the tool that I was using, but I did read that at some point. So probably took it from them. <laughs> that might have been it. Yeah, we all you, you get these things and you don't they stick in your head. Um, I think definitely some sort of planning tool, some sort of system of tracking you know, what it is you need to do and figuring out, you know, and planning what it is you're going to do, I think is really important. And it's also something I found that is very personal. Uh, and what works for one person doesn't work for someone else. And, you know, you, you might need it like exactly your way. Um, you know, I, I just like, I, I need this particular software. I need it on paper. Nope. I need it on a computer. Nope. I need a week month, a week view. I need a month view. I need a you know, a, a hour by hour breakdown, you know, so it's going to take you some time to figure out what works. I know for me personally, I switch around. So sometimes I'm like, I need a year view of everything. And yeah. then sometimes I'm like, let's break out by 10 minute segments, you know, so uh, <laughs> it just depends. But the great, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like you just do whatever you need to do to get the stuff done. But, uh, you know, things like lists and plans that they they're around because they work and they, they might feel kind of you know, not as creative -y, you know, as art, like what kind of artist has a, has a planner, you know, like, oh, I'm not, that's art. Oh, there's a but whole honestly, community. You, <laughs> yeah, you gotta. There's a whole, there is a whole Facebook group that is devoted to writers um, who are obsessed with planners. And so yeah. like, and, and this time management organization stuff and they, yeah, they do a lot of stationary stuff and obsess over all of that. But I'm like, there are actual planners that you can buy that have been d designed by writers on oh, Etsy yeah? um, and on some other like small business type companies that are, you know, self-published indie published authors who are doing a side hustle and sharing oh, yeah. their tools. But that is something like if you feel like I don't know how to think about this, just Google it because there are people yeah. who've already done it and who are making their tools available and their templates available for you to download. Yeah, that's what we get into, like getting getting things done. That book, uh, there's a whole like community around that. Or mm -hmm. bullet journaling is another thing. Um, although I find that that can be, you can kind of get a little distracted with that when you're spending all your time making this layout all pretty and stuff when you could actually be doing stuff. Yeah, it um, yeah. But that's just me. It can be, it can become a distraction. So know yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or use um, it as your self care time, right? Like yeah, that works too. Other you need a break, hobby. but. Do be aware. Yeah. Be aware that, yeah, is this turned into a hobby or is it really a helpful tool? I mean, that's just, that's your own. You make that call. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things out there because, you know, everybody is busy. Everybody's trying to do too many things at once. Um, and so there's a lot of, a lot of resources out there to help you, you know, figure out how to get your act together. Oh, I just remembered one hack that I learned mm -hmm. in grad school. <laughs> yeah which is it's such a simple practice but it was basically taking 30 minutes to look at your calendar for the month mm -hmm. and plot out basically like identify all the other stuff that's happening in your life 
and then yes. figure out <laughs> what you're yeah. going to write. And I love that, like doing it on a like a monthly basis instead of like looking at the whole year because you don't know what's coming up. But there's sometimes where it's like, oh, I forgot the kids aren't in school. And so like I'm going to lose yeah. this day or I forgot that like this thing is happening. And so I can't count on being able to write while I'm on vacation or in-laws or in yeah. town or whatever it is. So I think, again, being like setting the right expectation of like having writing yeah. fit into the life that you're already trying to live as opposed to like just picking a random goal or number and then forcing that into your schedule um, when it's not yeah. realistic. That's a good point. And yeah, I, I think a year is crazy. Like I, I make, I mean, like at work, we have to make a, here are our goals for the year. And invariably by the middle of the year, they're yeah. completely irrelevant. You know, like it's just, <laughs> there's nothing to that. That's yeah. So I think, a month is a nice is a nice uh, unit to work from, <laughs> but a year, yeah. I'll, I'll sometimes find those things like, oh, that's right, how cute! I thought I was gonna do that. That's adorable. <laughs> I used to do three year plans when I first started writing. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> that's so cute. That's <laughs> <laughs> how do you you don't, yeah. And you know, I will say that if you have children, that it becomes even even less realistic right. <laughs> because they are you know agents of chaos that you've brought into your home. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what, yeah. Oh yeah, that's just how they do. Well, cool. Well, I hope this is uh, this has been helpful. Help you kind of feel a little more, a little more organized, a little more in control of your life, uh, even marginally so. And um, yeah, is there anything else we need to to cover? I think that's it. I mean, I think we did it. We, we did, did it. it. We solved it. It's all done. Check and check. All right. Well, remember everyone that uh, writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye.